You are listening to the Practicing the Art of Small Business podcast with Shannon Merlot and Julie Parker. Enjoy this conversation about business, leadership, and the self-awareness journey to great success. Welcome, Julie. Welcome, listeners. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. A bit hooray, a bit hooray, well, let's have hooray. A bit, it's our Christmas episode. It's our birthday. <laughs> you hip hip I'm hooray. doing hip hip. I'm, I'm hip hip hooray. <laughs> I haven't even touched my wine yet. Cheers, um, here's, here's, here's Because there was an episode to watch us on the tubes, yeah. this is the one. Cheers to you. Julie and I are both on the wine. Here we go. Cheers to you, Shannon. Thanks for the year. Look how big Thank the wine glass looks. Oh, that looks so happy, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you. I've been off the wine for the last few days, so that's delicious. <laughs> well, listeners, it is. Um, we're recording this at 6.30. We normally are during lunchtime. And believe it or not, this is the first um, alcohol-induced episode that we're doing. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Feel free to listen to our previous 38 episodes to try and catch us out, but we can guarantee that we were mostly sober. Um. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We told each other we were sober. We don't know what was going on in the real, in the real world. Oh, I haven't even put my lippy on. Let me yeah. just get my gloss going. Julie, Julie, was likely to be, <laughs> Julie was likely to be hungover, but, mm, you know, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. She drinks a lot of wine, a lot of wine. That's why I remain mm. so happy. I'm only joking to anyone that has a condition out there. It's just yes. a joke. Just a joke, oh. Joyce. Well, happy happy episode number 39, Julie. It's uh, lovely to do this Christmas episode because it is. We, we are recording this on the 20th of December in 2022. Uh, 2022. Oh, that's a lot of twos. 2022. Yes. Two, two. Episode two, number two, two, 39, two. you say? I do believe it is episode number 39. That's fantastic. 39 terrific conversations, but many prior to that, which prompted us to do the podcast in the first place. Exactly, exactly. And so we thought we would talk about a reflection and preparation for the new year ahead today because it's fitting, because it's Christmas and we're um, drinking wine, so no doubt that we will get all moody and retrospective. (laughs) that's it and you know we are joined forward to the coming year but not to be common (laughs) and fall into that large group I think it is a highly useful thing to do for our lives if we are on a path of progression if we would like to achieve more in the coming year than we did the past year it doesn't mean they were unhappy with our lives at all I think it's a wonderful thing to do it can be a very enjoyable thing to reflect back over your past wins and look forward to the coming year and look at new habits that you'd like to shift into new goals that you'd like to establish things you'd like to incorporate into your life I think it's a good thing mm, I think I think this is a good plan for our podcast. Mm. I was going to say, so we're going to talk about our wins and our goals, but as you were talking about reflections, I thought you're a pretty um, coordinated, and I don't mean like dancing, I mean like (laughs) mentally coordinated person who's very high on productivity at 
if you haven't listened to episode number 38, which is me picking Julie's productivity brain, uh, please do so. But do you do, you know, daily, weekly or monthly reflections? I do. I do. The It has been a busy previous couple of weeks for me because I've been doing so many goal-setting things and all the rest of it. Oh, and I'm the last... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. Did you just use the word busy? I've been devoting um, no, no, a lot of time and energy to like workshops, <laughs> like three-hour workshops either on self, on business goals, on personal goals. She's fallible, people. I thought fallible. she was because I, I usually people. try to avoid the, using the word busy. You know when I use when I do try to avoid the use of the word busy, and I should have done it then, is when people say, "How have you been?" Oh, I've been so busy. I try to get never rid of that. I get never. rid of that. Yeah. Never, ever. Yeah. And somebody said to me, they emailed me the other day and they said, um, we do want your assistance in this thing, which we're, um, both Charles and I are looking at assisting this magnificent healing person with his healing stuff because he's a healer. <laughs> and he said, I know you're so busy uh, with so many things, so I'm sure to ask. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Busyness doesn't matter. It's about what's important and your product mm. is enormously important. And all the things that we end up doing, we want to try to make sure that they're important because I think that's what helps alleviate the busyness out of our lives. When we're just doing the important stuff, we're like, I'm progressing. I'm achieving stuff. I'm getting the stuff done because a, mm. a sense of busyness can be compounded when we're doing a bunch of stuff that's not necessarily important and urgent or it's urgent, yeah. but not necessarily important. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we use, we've talked about this before, but I think we use busy as an excuse. How are you busy? I'm looking for attention. I'm looking for you to validate my importance because I'm so busy and important. Mm. Um, I suppose also, I mean, in, in our narrative of, um, you know, business these days, if you don't say, you know, oh, you must be really busy. Oh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we've got a handle on everything, actually getting stuff done. We've got a handle on all of it. What's wrong with doing? What, what, what aren't you doing? <laughs> but to answer your question, Shannon, I do. When I when I I don't tend. I was when kind of planning busy. on. Pardon. When you're not busy. <laughs> I I was planning on doing it on a Sunday afternoon. I don't tend to do it on a Sunday Sunday afternoon. But Monday mornings, I do look back because I've both got my awesome planner. And I've got my online calendar. The online calendar has all the stuff I get done and the stuff I need to get done in the coming days. My planner are brilliant mm. ideas that I want to keep in the brain, so I write them down, good quotes, inspirational things, bits and pieces. People I want to think, oh, I should contact that person sometime in the future. So I do do a can reflection. I you can, can I interrupt? I know I'm interrupting you a lot, but we didn't I'm talk drunk. about it. Your- <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Take a breath. Just take a breath every now and again, Julie. <laughs> you didn't show us your beautiful diary in your when I was picking your brain. And so, oh. uh, again, to encourage people, you're going to have to put your hat back on because oh. if people uh, haven't joined us on YouTube, now is the time to join us to see your beautiful diary oh. and how how visually appealing it is. Yeah. Would you mind Would you mind showing that to us? Just. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Let me get to a really pretty page. As as you know, <laughs> I love, I love um, what I did find was when I was reflecting back over diary pages or planner pages, and I'll tell you about my planner, uh, 
I wasn't reflecting back over my pages as much because I wasn't liking what I was seeing in terms of the messiness of my scribble. And so I started concentrating on the design of my scribble and making it better looking and getting a range of different colours just to make it a more pleasurable experience to go through, which it is. And most of the time I do still like black. But anyway, so this is the kind of stuff, you know, I'm making sure I'm putting boxes around things, big swirly things around things, arrows and clouds, thought clouds and et cetera. And it just helps reflect back over these sort of pages with a little bit of pride in your work <laughs> rather than going, oh, my God, like I can't even read my own writing. So I have paid a bit of attention to that. Okay. okay. With the – I used to, and I still do, I sell it to all of the dental receptionists out there. I've got the A5 My Awesome Diary. Can we buy your awesome diary, Julie? I just By to- going on to julieparkerpracticesuccess.com.au. Is that JulieParkerPracticeSuccess.com.au, was it? JulieParkerPracticeSuccess.com.au. <laughs> For those who are listening, I promise that at the end of the podcast, <laughs> Julie has had at least another glass of wine. I'll get her to say that much faster. She thinks my we'll business name is difficult to say, but you watch how it can roll off my chunk. <laughs> And so my awesome diary has been available for dental receptionists forever and, you know, got little weekly quotations and areas for meeting agenda and to-do lists and stuff like that, all beautiful stuff. But over the past, oh, when did I do this for the first time? A year and a half ago maybe? Oh, there is my planner. planner. Different. You can buy this any time because... You're writing the date up there in the little area yourself. Oh. But at the very start of my awesome planner, it's so ridiculously awesome. It's stuff I've done all of this stuff, right, like myself. I'm not saying I, like, I'm just, I'm not big noting myself that I created everything in the world. (laughs) But for a start, it does go through some teachings around personal growth, what needs to be embraced in order to personally grow. We've also got some wonderful hints on how to really build up your self-confidence because I've got a personal belief. Oh, yeah, want me to keep talking? Well, you go. I've got a personal belief that without a high degree of self-confidence, you will struggle in tackling all of these important things that things that you identify in your life. And with a strong sense of self-confidence, you'll embrace it all and you'll take on more than what you believe you are capable of. And then I've taken a leaf out of my oh, kitty cat meow meow. I hope people are watching the YouTube because they understand why I decided to meow like a cat. I'm not identifying yes. as a cat. I'm looking at your cat. She was she was meowing outside the door, oh, and geez. that's why I left because I thought you know she's she's the accountant here, so she needs to be part of the podcast. Really, she's been counting our numbers and our subscribers, and she's pretty excited. So she, she wants to share the fingers on her paws. Yeah, it's just the thumb that she has problems with. She can't use the mouse. Um, the mouse can't. That's, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. She can't use the mouse. Okay, can't use the mouse. Anyway, continue. Sorry, Jolie. I have I have taken a leaf out of Marshall Goldsmith's book, um, which he wrote after oh, he's written a few books, so it may not have been straight after, but he wrote What Got You Here Won't Get You There, which I think is a beautiful concept to really get into our brains. We need to become the different person who's going to achieve those goals in order to achieve those goals. I love it. But um, in an, an, an 
in an earned life. It's a lovely little reflection on a lot of the people that he's worked with and the wisdom that they've spoken about. But write two letters to yourself. For a start, write a letter to yourself thanking yourself for all the work and progress you've achieved to date, the books you read, the courses you took, the, the mindsets you shifted. Thank yourself for that and really start to recognise that it's because of your past efforts that you did get here. And I love that. And then, I absolutely love that. So, that so actually in, in terms of our reflections and for our audience as you're reflecting, it might be really useful to write yourself a letter from 2022 of what were the things that you actually achieved this year, what were the learnings, how did you change, how did you adapt this year? That's yeah. a great way to reflect. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, that's a very good idea. I'm going to write myself a letter thanking myself for what I did last this past year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear yeah, Julie, thank you and for I'm... being amazing. You're awesome. <laughs> love Julie. <laughs> Your biggest fan, love Julie. Yeah. And then there's a second letter to write to yourself, and that letter is thanking you, yourself, your future self for the things you're going to do to make sure you're getting the best out of this life, this beautiful gift of life. Mm. 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 Amazing. All these steps are important to become very aware and accepting and embracing of who we are and what needs to be done in coming steps to make sure that we are having a beautiful, magnificent, magnificent successful life according to what we see as magnificent and successful. Mm -hmm. And then there's the strong identity. Charles is big on the strong identity. I know you're big on it. Tony Robbins is big on it too. And that I mean, look, Tony, Tony really follows my um, philosophy more than oh, anything. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But recognising who am I, who is my strongest identity that I can have, and Charles encourages us to go through things like, what are my principles? What's this, the best version of me? What are the principles that I hold, the values that I have, capabilities you have that I'll be developing? And so there's a whole series of questions there to guide us into writing our strongest identity because so much of us, oh, sweetie, come in, I'm talking about you. Talking about Look, the amazing Charles, welcome to my Christmas party. Cheers hey, to Charles. you, Charles. You yeah, cheers. Look, I'm having red wine. Oh, hang on, I get a palinka. Oh, that's good. He's got a cheers with us. I love it. Palinka is a typical is a is a Hungarian liqueur alcohol. <laughs> it's like a it's like a grappa. Cheers, Charles. Cheers, Shannon. Cheers. Cheers, Shannon. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. What's happy Christmas in Hungarian? Boldog Karachoni Unnepeket, which literally means Happy Christmas Celebrations. Beautiful. Or Boldog Karachoint. See how difficult huh. that language is to learn? Say it again. Hmm? Boldog. Boldog. Karachoint. Let me see your lips. Karachoint. Karachoint. Ka <laughs> He's like, yeah, whatever. Or Boldog Karachoni. And can you bend down a little bit and say to Shannon, what is what is the difference? Would say cheers and then kind of your mother's got us something or other. <laughs> uh, uh, hang on. You mean, that's right. So it's a eggish, eggish, means to our health. 
if you leave off an acute accent and you say "egis shagunkra," that means to our whole assholes. <laughs> One acute accent means to our health or to our assholes. And so I'm banned from saying "cheers" in Hungarian company now because <laughs> I often was cheering. I got to go to the Mitchum Hotel for a swimmers' dinner. Swimming, enjoy. So have a lovely time, do your lovely podcast, have a lovely mm-hmm. cheers. Thank you. And I won't be late because there's, you know, the action's here. Yes, people, it is um, 6.30. Well, actually, it's nearly 7 p.m. here. It is a Christmas special and so we are allowed to swear and reference inappropriate things. But that's that's all the inappropriate that we're going to do for the rest of the episode. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> let's, let's see how we go. Let's see how we go. And so the strong identity is a very important thing. I shouldn't say important. It can be very useful to identify what your strong identity is because it gives you a picture of success that you're working towards, a goal that you're working towards. And what's one of the biggest, most important things in goal achievement? Clarifying that goal. And oh, it's yeah. not, and we don't get far when we just say, I just want to be generally better. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> if you, if you, you know, the more, the more you bring it down to specifics and due dates, et cetera, then we're going to, have a bit of success with that. Yes. And then, yeah. You want to pull Can we, yeah, let's go. Oh, it gets hot. It's 26 degrees here. It gets hot. And the hair gets flat. <laughs> and the next page, I'm going to get to the weekly thing soon. I've written all over it. So, um, oh, that's, that's a strong identity. That's okay. That's okay. And then we go, how to achieve goals. You and I are all over how to achieve goals. And so in case people need a bit of a guide on how to achieve goals, that's a step-by-step process. And then fillable sheets to identify your goal. What are your strategy? What's the next strategy you can use? What are the tasks? How are you going to track it? And how are you going to monitor it? All that sort of stuff, right? So there's a few goals. Scribbles in the page from my stepdaughter. (laughs) That is not a pretty page in your book, Julie. How did you get that? <laughs> and then we get into the weeks. And at the end of every week, we've got the weekly audit. Oh. And the weekly audit happens after Sunday. So it's in between Sunday and Monday. So you can do it Sunday night or Monday morning, whatever you choose. And the weekly mm-hmm. audit is, in essence, what worked well for me last week and what am I what didn't work so well for me last week. And so what am I going to continue on doing for the coming week and what am I going to shift and change for the coming week? At the end of every month, a reminder, what got me here won't get me there. My Can current- I just say that, Julie? Yeah. This is amazing. But for those who are not watching, the pages <laughs> you're showing us are not actually filled in. So I th- it- do you actually complete them, Julie, no. or are you just showing us pages? I have been doing my monthly audit. And you've just helped me identify something I'm going to be doing that hasn't been helpful for the past month, past year that I'm going to be doing for future ones. You don't have to. I think, you know. No, I think I should because I do have specific goals for the coming year. So I think I okay. need to. We need to monitor. Don't we need to monitor? <laughs> I love a monitor. So current routine, morning routine, evening routine, exercise and diet, spiritual practice and self-awareness, downtime routine. Uh 
planned routine in the coming months. And so we state what we're doing currently for the past month and what our plan is for the current, for the coming month in terms of all of those things as well. And mm-hmm. that is my, so I certainly do the weekly, the weekly, you know, reflection, but the monthly mm-hmm. I haven't been, but that's my awesome diary. You can also buy that um, at julieparkerpracticesuccess.com.au, book under the page products. So I can buy that from Julie Parker Practice Success. Well, you would get it for free, you. but others can buy it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Freebies! Mm. Oh look! Look, it's right here. As they say, wrapped in plastic. <laughs> it's all yours. Oh my God. I'm going to send it to you. I don't even know if I know your actual address to write it down. I know to drive Why to it, but. Got to get it. I mean, we both live in Melbourne, like literally twenty minutes from each other. Why don't we just have a coffee? Oh, do you think we should catch up for a? Maybe we should catch up for a lunch or a coffee, and I could just hand it to you. Okay, that sounds novel. Sure. I'm in very heavy lockdown mode because of Dan Andrews. We're still, we're still there. We're still there. Well, I mean, Julie and I can organise our social schedules outside of the podcast. But thank you so much it's, for it's sharing. Let's our calendars now. <laughs> what's your week like on the whatever um thank you so much for sharing that with us julie it's much more long-winded than what you had planned to have as an answer but that's my answer all the same <laughs> I now, so you know <laughs> well this is our second attempt at our mm. christmas mm. special um so yeah, look i was forewarned so <laughs> although right. to be fair it did end up in an actual therapy session of Shannon's last non-recorded session. So, eh, cheers. We recorded it, but we dumped it. <laughs> I think because also Julie did start with some, some – I'm not going to bring it up because I was like, wow, this is, this is going to be a loose podcast. I asked. <laughs> this is going to be a loose podcast and then I, Shannon went into therapy. Anyway. <laughs> she laid back on the couch. That was yeah, it. pretty much. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. What do so, you do, Shannon? Um, or next topic. <laughs> I love it. This mm. make this this podcast makes me feel like I'm doing all the good stuff. Apart from doing, you are doing all the good stuff. I do a lot in my head. That's <laughs> what a lot of people do. They're not rhododendrons. But I think so. You know, we're going to talk about what we want to change for next year yep. and what we want to implement. Oh, I've got to get my my plan out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and certainly being. More intentional is something that I really want to focus on in the new year. I'm very, I have been in the past. Uh, I switch between lots of structure and then lots of kind of laissez-faire flapping about and not actually getting anywhere. Yeah. So next year I have really strong plans to be far more intentional and I'm starting that now. But I don't want to talk about next year yet because I still want to do the Talk about 2022. That's right. There there are too many twos in it to not talk about it. (laughs) 2022. The problem that I have, Julie, is I don't want it to get into a Shannon's therapy session. Okay. So I'm going to start off. And I'm going to make it short and sharp. Sounds good. Sounds good. My year was a shit show. We <laughs> um, <laughs> were there already. Oh my god, <laughs> that was a quick. That was a quick journey. <laughs> it was a quick journey. Look, this year was absolutely incredibly challenging for me. For those who listened to episode number whatever, uh, my dad passed away at the start of this year, and uh, my mum passed away many years ago, and so this year's sort of been dealing with estates and stuff like that, and. I certainly learnt a lot at the very start of the year 
where I was looking after my dad and it was an immense sense of purpose. And so that's definitely one thing that I got out of this year. We always talk about the need to have a purpose and a deeper, stronger purpose within ourselves, but I never really truly felt it like I did when I was caring for my dad. So the incredibly short story is that dad dad had cancer. I went to visit him. I realised he was far too sick to be left on his own. He lived in remote Victoria and it was over Christmas time. It was like this time a year ago. And so we couldn't get any services. And also one of dad's really strong desires was to stay at home for as long as he liked. And I was a massive advocate for that because I knew that if dad was put into a home or hospital, he would be gone anyway. So because I had capacity, I decided to stay and I became his full-time carer for only really a short period of time, but it was a very intense time because he got very sick very quickly um, and then he passed away in in mid-January. But it was an incredibly stressful time and it was incredibly tiring and it was I learned so much in such a short period of time and I was absolutely cooked um and in fact I was calling like peng uh, I was calling magpies penguins I was forgetting words I literally couldn't carry a sentence like my brain was absolutely cooked but yet every day I got up with this sense of purpose of got to get daddy's meds I've got to make sure that this appointment's done I've got to get this sorted I've got to get that sorted and I have never ever before had a such a sense of I only exist to help him and I'm not trying to get accolades here it's more around this idea of that when we have a purpose that that is so big that nothing else matters that our personal care almost doesn't matter because we are driven by something so much bigger than ourselves, so much bigger than our egos. And I think that's why whenever we're talking about planning, we're always looking to connect it to something bigger than ourselves and something bigger than our our drivers because that's what keeps you going during the hard times. That's what keeps you going when you're exhausted. That's what keeps you motivated when you feel like you can't take another step. So, this year was a bit of a show. Yes. Wow. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> That's extraordinary. That's going to stay with me for a long time. That's extraordinary. Oh, well, uh, maybe I'll have a pause and let Ooh, that in for a second. I'm going to drink. It may, <laughs> reminds me of what, you know, what I imagine because neither of us are mothers I, or mm. parents. It, it mm. reminds me, it makes me think of that cat, what parents are from, mind. you know. Pardon? I've got the cat. It's about the same. Oh, it? yeah, it's the same. Oh, yeah. Every <laughs> no, mom's crazy. <laughs> Anyone who is I've a got mother. Got children. Most of them are grown, so they're adults. So that's the same, isn't it? <laughs> same, isn't it? Um, for, for those who are parents, I was being facetious. If you didn't pick up yeah. on my tone, I was actually being facetious. I can't imagine how difficult it would be being a mother. Well, that, um, what you're just talking about, that, that. It's just the purpose that drives you because exhaustion's not take, stopping me from doing it. Emotional emotional troubles aren't making me stop doing the thing because the other things are important in my life. That doesn't matter either. I'm just doing everything for this child. And so I think that parents all over would get that you were joking and appreciate that. But from a perspective of, which is the focus of our podcast, reflection and goal setting for the coming year, what an extraordinary awareness to have 
And what an extraordinary journey it is or process to go through of, is that why purpose is so important? Mm. Absolutely. I'd never experienced it. I'd obviously known about it and that's why we say that we need to have a vision in our, excuse me, that's why we say we need to have a vision in our business because, you know, it's a higher purpose and all the rest of it. But I'd never felt it to that level that I did. Mm. So outside of that and the dealing with all the other stuff, which was not an ideal experience, what I have appreciated in this last couple of months as I've gone full-time back into the business, there are a couple of things that I think are wins mostly from the perspective of a place of immense gratitude. Yeah. So most of my clients who I started the year with continued on with me. And if any of you are listening, I am so incredibly grateful to those people to have um, continued to support me and continue to work with me, especially when I don't think I ever turned up and, and been on the therapy couch with them. That's not that's not in their role. That's what the podcast is for. <laughs> that's what the podcast is for. That's what Julie's for. But but I get to work with some amazing business owners and I'm so grateful to them. And and certainly my wins is is that I have attracted some incredible clients that I get to work with and that they've stayed with me. So that's an absolute win. Other wins is you, Julie. I when we when I sort of said let's let's get back on this. Your flexibility, your generosity, your support of me. I am so so grateful, and I always am very um, uh, what's the word humbled by the people that are in my life and kind of want to hang out with me. And I know this sounds sort of self depreciating, but it's like. Why? You're so amazing. I don't even come close to (laughs) to that level. And so I I guess, you know, if I am a reflection of the people I most hang out with, then, then, gosh, that sounds really arrogant, but I get some, I've got some awesome people in my circle and I'm so grateful to them and you're included in that, Julie. So thank you. Oh, so gosh, this is quite overwhelming for Julie today. Like, she, thank God, she's got the red. She got her back on the red wine after a few days. Yeah. Of red wine. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to just lose a couple of kgs prior to Christmas, prior to New Year's, but today may blow yeah. that one out of the water. That's very, yeah. that's very uh, generous of you, because I think we are often surprised at the, I don't know, generosity devotion, commitment, friendliness, love of the people around us. And we do have that resound, you know, that that very young person thought sometimes of, I don't know if I deserve that in so many people around me. And but but I think we all do. This is a, you know, we've got to always remind ourselves that what we've got with the space that we hold is very unique and very glorious and not afforded to many people. And so we need to always be in that space of gratitude. And I'm certainly enormously grateful for you too, Shannon, and your impact. I, I've got to say, I love these podcast sessions. And I know this is going to be boring for the listeners, but I love these podcast sessions. I find a better version of myself when I'm talking to you, when I'm talking to other people, I'm not quite, I haven't tapped down into why that is yet. 
That's because I'm special, Jill. Oh, you're special. Oh, that's right. You're special. That's right. <laughs> just special. Just special. Yeah. So tell me else, what else are you loving about 2022? I think, I think, here's the thing. I'm kind of just getting on the Shannon is awesome train right now because I have had some wine and I, very, I, I don't know if I, <laughs> To you're very forward about saying Julie is awesome, and I agree wholeheartedly. Most Not only the time, am I awesome, I'm one of God's favorites. One of God's favorites, whatever terminology you like. It's just extraordinary how life just continues to work out well. Keep on your train. Get on. Get on the I love Trina Shannon train. Get going. Well, well, I think that I think that Shannon is one of the things that I admire about Shannon, and this is why I can't own it. I'm going to have to talk about Shannon in the third person to really sure. kind of embrace this. whatever it takes. Shannon is like uh, the Terminator. Ooh, that's dramatic. You know Terminator 2 when he, like, gets blown in the, up in the face and then he kind of comes back together and he's, like, flapping around. Well, the and then morphy he comes- guy, the guy that, that morphs mm-hmm. like, like Mercury comes back into itself. Yeah. Correct. Mm. I'm like him. You know the, when he gets melted? Yeah. And then he just reforms, like you think he's gone, and then he reforms. And that's the sound. It's like this. It's it's amazing how much that sounds like me too. But um, anyway, moving on from that, (laughs) I think I'm the Terminator 2, second Terminator, because one of the things I I do want to acknowledge myself for this year is that I kept getting up. I mean, sometimes I stayed in bed for a really long time, but it, it has been a very challenging year and I, there's lots of reasons why. Um, that was That's what I shared with Julie in our last therapy session. So. Interesting but, listening, but it's not going to air. <laughs> so I used to think that maybe I wasn't as resilient as what society says you should be. But I am the Terminator because there'll definitely be times where I'm like a puddle of molten mush, but I keep reforming. And I really want to acknowledge myself for that, for mm. continuing to grow, continuing to find solutions to tra- to ch- challenges, yeah. to challenges. For- <laughs> Julie's praying. Um- <laughs> Amen. Amen. No, there's a bug. Good for you, Shannon. Good for you. Um you'll yes, you'll have to watch this on YouTube to fully appreciate what just happened there. But but yeah, so I think I think one of my wins for 2022. Yeah, is to really just acknowledge that. Um, I've taken some knocks this year, but I just keep getting up and I keep looking for solutions and I keep, I'm like the little red engine in Terminator form. What are your wins for 2022, Julie? One of my enormous wins was I've got a collaborator that I work with, another dental practice consultant, Amina Vasile. And she and I started an online one-year course for dental practice managers and owners, and it went gangbusters. We had, I think, the the highest number of students that we had was 109 or 110. We had another one today, 110 students 
moved through it. One year, we made over six figures, like we made six figures with it in the first year. And so that's been an enormously magnificent big win because as an entrepreneur, when you're creating, because I've been creating courses for a long time and, you know, doing a lot of consulting with dental practices, you can think to yourself, oh, there's so many areas that I'm obviously not good at because people don't just don't instantly buy all my stuff. But mm-hmm. it was a lovely, and we, and, you know, it was a lovely process of recognizing. Gosh, we came up with a fantastic product because we knew our market and we read the market. We continued reading them as we went through. The people that were joining, we constantly surveyed them all the way through to make sure it was a really fantastic experience for them. And we've reflected over over the past week with our phone calls to each other and Zoom sessions and. It's, we've got to really acknowledge what we are. We, we're now, this is what we can do. We can go, yeah, we've achieved this, but what about the next goal? Forgetting mm. to really celebrate and acknowledge the win that it was. And so we, yeah. we did spend a couple of sessions just talking about, just patting each other on the back and going, oh, I forget how good was that? <laughs> well, snaps, snaps to you. I think that's amazing and I'm so excited for you. You're, we should talk about it. I think your marketing for that program was so good. I think that that's why, obviously, the content was amazing, but your content is amazing anyway. But I think what made it different is is your marketing. So I, I'm going to flag a why I think that was more successful than the, your other marketing. Wow, thank you. That's great because the marketing is the thing that we thought we were falling down on. <laughs> Well, as compared, I I suppose as compared to why did this take off with your same audience and your same, um, uh, why did this take off? Why hasn't another product taken off to the degree that that did? Correct. And it's interesting because it's not the content because they don't get the content until they buy into it. And so it's that journey of getting them to buy into it. And one of the, I've got to say, I think one of the big things for me personally was in the past with my other products, I tend to say this is for all people that work in dental surgeries. That's exactly right. For the club, for the, sorry, for the program, it, it was, was new just, it was very niche down, just to dental practice managers and owners who were the manager of their practice. Yeah. yeah, but it was also, uh, I think your messaging was also very much catered to new practice managers. To people who were uh, none, like they, what I remember reading in, initially with the mm. the messaging was, "Are you new to being a practice manager? Mm. Is it all a little bit difficult?" Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that was I definitely got. an element of it. Definitely an element of it. Yeah, and I think that that's that's a. I mean, we're getting into mm. marketing content now, but that I think that's anyway. Snaps to you. But I think it, thank you very much. But I think it's a it's a good thing to acknowledge because we're all marketing our services, ourselves, in our roles, in our businesses, to our clients, to our patients, to whatever. So I think the marketing thing is worthwhile. And if you are not gaining success, if any of the listeners out there are not gaining success, there are 150 billion different things you can adjust to try and get that level of success. There are so many variables. However, if one of those things is that you are becoming a bit of a scattergun because you're trying to appeal to too many different elements of the same market, then what I have found with this particular product, that niching down definitely worked. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What else was good for you in 2022? <laughs> um, I also rhymed you you and two. I don't know if you noticed that. That's very good. That's very Thank good. You. Maybe that should be a goal I have for the coming year to start rhyming more. Um, I just want to reflect on how good I was just in that moment right then. That's I acknowledge you. I love it. It's a win. It's my crowning glory. We're still in 2022, so it's another win for you. That's what I mean. That's it. That's my crowning glory. That's what I'm hanging my hat on for this year. I've got to say the other thing that I am really thrilled about, and I'll be thrilled about this with every coming year as long as I'm sticking to this journey of constantly stepping into spaces that I'm wildly incompetent in. <laughs> I'm incompetent because we do, especially with as entrepreneurs, you learn new applications you need to be able to learn how to use, different marketing techniques, funnels, blah, 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 all the things, all, all the <laughs> course creations of this, that, and you become good at the things that you at the very start had no idea about and you mm-hmm. learn about it and you do it and you do it and you do it and you become better at it. And I... I'm a big fan of Brooke Castillo, the Life Coach mm-hmm. School, and one of the many podcast episodes, if you don't do the Life Coach School, which I haven't, just listen to the podcast episode. There's over 400 episodes already. It is powerful stuff. And one of the things that she said, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good, and that's what I'm proud of this year, is she said, if I was going to teach you how to ride a unicycle, could you just get up and ride a unicycle? No way. Yes, 100%. <laughs> she yes, says. She's different. Oh, says. oh yes. Mm-hmm. I'm supremely balanced yeah. <laughs> and coordinated. Yeah. And so you could never teach, once you learned eventually how to ride a unicycle, you couldn't then teach somebody else how to ride that unicycle in one lesson they would then need to go through their journey as well and when we are on this entrepreneurial journey where we're learning the things that other people may have gone off to university such as marketing advertising and course creation and teaching and all this or coaching and all the things that once we're successful at it for example someone could come to me right now and say how do you successfully launch a online program for dental practice managers and owners i'd now be able to say oh you do it this way Mm -hmm. six months ago i'd be like i don't know i'm still trying to do it (laughs) with my club membership how do you make a scalable product go to the masses right now my my answer would be i'm still trying to figure it out because i've got a number of members but not the number of members that it that the it has capacity to fulfill and But once I achieve that, then I'll be able to tell you how to do it. So the how-to, the confidence that we know how to do the thing doesn't come until we know how to do the thing. Everything mm-hmm. up until that point is, to a certain degree, failure. We're failing. Mm-hmm. As a, on a unicycle, we keep falling off all the way up till we stay on it for a period mm-hmm. of time. And now we know how to ride a unicycle. Now I know how to sell and create a one-year online course. Now I know how to do a membership, which is scalable and generating all the wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that's been a lovely thing to live by, and it's been in my brain for the past year, that I'm so looking forward to the day someone asks me, how do you do that? And I say, this is how, because it's done now. <laughs> Rather <laughs> than resenting the fact that I'm in that space of it's not working yet. Mm. Mm. whereas I'm like 
I will tell you how. You just get to pay me a lot of money because I used a lot of money to learn it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's amazing. Before we move on to the goals for next year, is there anything else that you want to share with our audience about the wins? Because I feel like this is this is going to be a long podcast. Yeah. Um, we trust that it's adding value to our <laughs> listeners, but Julie's also going to edit it and reduce <laughs> it. <laughs> the other thing that I that has really enriched my life over the past year, and I, it's been, I think it, for all of us, it's something that constantly builds, and certainly for yourself too. You know, you go through hard times and all of a sudden it feeds this thing, and this thing is gratitude. You know, I have really spent... The whole time we've been in this house, so in the past I've been in an apartment, husband and I live in an apartment, husband has an office somewhere else. And over the past, we've been here two years now, but it's been such a, it's been such a big thing over the past two years, I think for both of us, certainly for me, of, you know, we've moved to this house, three bedrooms, so we've got our bedroom and then, you know, no children live here. So he's got one bedroom as a home office and I've got the other one as a home office. We've got this beautiful garden out the back. It's got a veggie patch and numerous fruit trees and and just attending to the garden, attending to the house, the being in a space that's larger than the, than the apartment. And in a space that feels like it serves all of our needs and purposes so beautifully, Charles mm-hmm. is an avid reader he's got all his books lining all the walls in all the rooms of this house too but it's it's just this constant looking around and everything I see I've got such enormous gratitude and I don't know if I'd have that gratitude if I hadn't gone through hard time and that's the yin and yang of life you said at the very start of this podcast you're in white I'm in black there's where the yin and yang and I think Mm -hmm. one of the yin and yangs of life is that not only do you not know what love is without the, uh, without, you know, the, and I'm not going to say hate because hate's a very emotional space, but. Apathy. Apathy, apathy is the opposite apathy. of love. Yeah. You don't know what love is without apathy. You don't know what beauty is without ugliness. You don't know what good communities are without recognising what bad communities are. All the things. I, I am so embracing of all of the things that at the time I identified as troublesome and unhelpful and traumatic and because I wouldn't have the sense of gratitude of the things around me right now if I hadn't have experienced those things. So it's certainly been an embracing of all the universal principles that many people and churches talk about. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, that's thank you for sharing that. (laughs) My pleasure. Let's go on to 2023 can you believe it's 2023 2023 i don't even want to talk about it crazy crazy actually because i don't want to talk about it that's the end of the podcast about the year 2000 all the computers were going to go down how i was uh i was in my early 20s um and i worked for a computer company so we were Mm-hmm. So we were capitalizing on all of the fear. So yes, um, I don't want to talk about twenty twenty hundreds, two thousands, the two thousands. <laughs> you know those people who are adults who were born in the two thousands. Yes, I did read a meme or something like that that did indicate that, like that there'd be yeah. Anyway, it's it's a long time ago now. Yeah, 
Anyway, so so our goals for 2023. Yeah, what do you have planned? Well, I'm still working through it. I am using a couple of different formats to work through it. Let me introduce you to this one. Hero on a mission. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So um, in this is written, Hero on a Mission is written by Donald, Donald Miller. He also wrote another book called Business Made Simple. And for those who are unaware, I have become certified with Business Made Simple. How so I can talk to you. This is actually, to be fair, um, can I go back a little bit and just say one of my wins for 2022 was to make the decision to get certified with these guys. I did it for a number number of reasons. Number one was um, because I wanted to have a scalable delivery system. And this is really important for people who want to scale their businesses. You've got to be able to have something that you can scale on. And I knew that the Shannon methodology as much as it's brilliant, like let's be honest, oh yes, oh, yes. It's, it's not easily scalable. So if I can buy someone else's model, then it's much more scalable. The benefit also is that this is being used by hundreds and thousands of coaches around the world. And that might, you might sort of say, well, then doesn't that make you just one of the you know, people in the cogs. No, it means that these methodologies have been proven and tested and modified through being used. So it's actually much more, much more robust. So I'm just doing a little plug for Shannon and business made simple. Um, So yes, so I think that was a great idea for me uh, last year. And also one of the other reasons I went with them is because they, uh, John Miller wrote a book called uh, Story Brand, and all of their marketing was so convincing to me that I thought if I can use them to leverage my marketing, then my marketing is going to get better. And so I'm learning the tricks of their trade, which um, I can also teach. Because I'm- so that was an awesome, awesome decision for me for 2022. So, so Hero on a Mission. So this is a, an amazing little book. And one of the things that Don gets you to do. Oh, do you call him is, Don now? Not Don. Me and Don. We're like this. Yeah. Besties. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this can be a really uncomfortable idea, but you write your eulogy. And I think that this might be in um, the book, uh, What Colour Is Your Parachute? It might be a I have heard of it before. Yeah. So one of his things is to work out when you're going to die. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that beat before. When you're going to die. When you're going to die. So mm. work out law of averages of are you healthy and what's mm. the life, mm. you know, what's the life cycle of oh. people in your age to then work out how to long are you going to get a healthy life. <laughs> Times two minus three, carry the one. Um, does, the, and does the red wine play a role in that? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, depends how many red wines. Oh, enough to have the antioxidant quality to my life. It's a vitamin. <laughs> Not but, enough to cause a- alcoholic poisoning like Bon Scott, who I saw the um, biography of just last night on the television. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks for the update of Julius <laughs> <Bill> Wins <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> um, but he, he suggests writing the eulogy and having front of mind when is 
on average, your likely year or how old will you be when you die? And the idea of that is it gives you traction with the intensity that you will then live your life because when it is front and centre that I I realised I'm like 20-something years until I potentially retire, average age, I'm like, holy smoke, I've got only 20 years to really have a massive impact, I'm going to have to pull my finger out and actually make it happen. So I haven't written my eulogy yet. It's been um, percolating. What's the word? Percolating. percolating. <laughs> marinating. Marinating. <laughs> I've been marinating it. But I definitely, there are a couple of things that have come into my brain as I've been thinking about what I will write in my eulogy. One of them is that I am reading a book called Learned Optimism and I'm a, I'm a uh, enthusiastic pessimist and I say that because most people are like, no, you're very passionate and enthusiastic. Yes, I am. But if you listen to my language, I have a frame of pessimism. I really do. And I really want to change that. So in my eulogy, I've got this narrative going through my head that, you know, at 43, which is where I'm at, there it is. Nine years younger than me, but anyway, continue on. We would have completely skipped the high school years together. I would have been out as you were coming in a couple of years later. You can always edit that out, Julie, if that's no, going to feel no, better no. for you. Um, I said before I'm happy with 52. I am. I actually am very happy with 52. <laughs> but in my eulogy, I kind of want to write that at my age, I realised the benefit of really going in hard on my personal development. So I have done lots of therapy. I've got a honorary degree in therapy. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm happy to give you my past therapist numbers. They are very happy to um, provide like a, a written kind of testimonial to my learning in therapy. Um I have got applied knowledge in therapy. <laughs> I have done the therapy. I have done I've done I've done a lot of learning, but I think I've done a lot of learning from a place of education and not necessarily application. And so, you know, I want to kind of in my eulogy say at this age I fully decided that now was the time to change. Now was the time to completely embrace the opportunity of her life. Mm, I hear the angels singing. And to be known for being not a polyamma, polyamma, polyamory? Anna, maybe. I don't know who Emma is. Well, I'm going to polyamory, huh? (laughs) I'm open. I'm single, open. (laughs) Um, To to. To not be a polyam, oh my god, Pollyanna in in her optimism because I find those people who are really like who are really op- who are super optimistic and who are a little bit um, too enthusiastic. I find them inauthentic, but I want to be optimistic from the perspective of that there are opportunities that I've reflected on where my growth is and where I can let things grow. 
I want to live my life better from this day forward. And I kind of want my eulogy that I want to write to reflect that I'm putting a stake in the ground that now is the time that I'm going to live with greater intention, with greater purpose and with greater sense of possibility like never before. And as a result of thinking that way, at 43, Shannon's life changed. Get out of town and go to the country and live a beautiful life. (laughs) That's great. What a beautiful goal for this coming year. A beautiful goal that I think many people will be able to resonate with. Yeah, yeah. And so if you want to write your eulogy, I was going to say, here's some questions to ponder. Oh, I'm going to have to write these down. Hang on, let me get a fresh page. There's a a lot of questions. Julie, I happen to be running a workshop in the new year. Do I have to write them down? Because I'm going to be participating in your workshop. I participate in anything that you do because it always makes me a better human being. It was in the because email I that I sent you. Was it 2022 that we went through the how to change anything in your life framework? Correct. The 2021. 2020, yes. That made a resounding oh. difference to how I functioned. Whether it was 2021 or 2022, you it was like the identity thing a little bit, but you forced me to recognize what the very six the success that I wanted, what that version of me would be doing on a daily routine, what their what what goals they would be setting and do it now. That's made a huge impact on my life. Huge. Oh, that's amazing. Well, actually it was twenty twenty one. Yeah. And it was Episode number. Episode number 21, 2021 in episode 21. Nice. And so, of course, I'm going to be doing anything that you do and you're doing a workshop. I am. I am using Donald Miller's Hero on a Mission framework to write our eulogies and uh, develop a life plan to meet, to create a meaningful life. So this isn't just what am I going to do tomorrow? As I spoke, I've been thinking a lot from, from the work that I've been reading in this Hero on a Mission and really nailing in on what is my life going to look like? What is going to give me a deep sense of meaning and purpose? How am I going to create the life that if I was to read that eulogy, I would look back and go, you know what? Yeah, it was a life well lived and it was a worthy life. I love it. So we, here's some questions. I'm going to say them really just quickly. Talk, just to reflect quickly back on what you're talking about at the start of this podcast of the importance of identifying purpose. Here mm-hmm. are on a mission. Your mm-hmm. three-day workshop is going to be enormously important because it's going to give us the energy and the passion to move forward with 2023 goals enormously well. It will. It will. And it's even better than a three-day workshop because it's a half-day workshop. What? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> what? So I love a, a long workshop. I have to say I love a long workshop. <laughs> oh, it's a short workshop. It is. Um, <laughs> so there's an online version and that goes for three hours and there's a face-to-face version in Melbourne, which is four hours. I love it. So we will put the links in the show notes. Yeah. Come along. Yeah. I'm going to say these questions really fast so that you can't write okay. them down. So you okay. Come to the you don't want me to write them down. I won't. I won't. Go. You can. But ready? 
What big projects did you work on and accomplish? Why did you choose those projects? What message were you trying to send to the world? What causes were you passionate about and how did you defend them? What significant relationships did you engage in and what do those people mean to you? What communities did you belong to or create? What is the legacy you hope to leave behind? How did you want people to feel about themselves after they interacted with you? Positive. Hence my optimism. What significant challenges did you overcome? All of them. What was the one thing you want others to remember you for? Just remember me, that's all. (laughs) What one piece of wisdom did you want to pass along to those who come behind you? So if you caught any of those. Wow. They're big questions. Big questions. They're big questions, absolutely. But they do become part of the eulogy. 100%, 100%. And so the eulogy actually becomes part of a daily routine that you run and you edit it as you go. So you keep upgrading as you grow, you upgrade your eulogy. So it's something that's for you only. It's not something that you actually get read at your eulogy, but you use it to guide you every day. So there's more involved in this hero on a mission, but that eulogy has started to make me think about, well, what what impact am I going to have on the world outside of, I mean, there's my business, but actually I want my business to be a vehicle for even more. And how do I really make that come to fruition? So I think with all these things, there's an opportunity to use this as a way of kind of free thinking about expansion. I really loved your writing a letter to your future self and I really think that there's an opportunity to within your eulogy you are kind of writing a letter to your future self absolutely you're essentially telling yourself about all the things that you've achieved in at the end of your life and because you've put a timeline on it you actually actively work towards it and I think also the best version of me in your eulogy you really are looking at the the best version of you which is why for my first draft, I'll really be sort of focusing on today, like at 43 is the time that I turned my life around and that I found, you know, a, a significant relationship and I I overcame the things that have held me back. So for me, it really is that I, at my, at my eulogy or at my funeral, I am the best version of myself because I created change today. So that's kind of what I'm thinking uh, with my goals. My- oh, it's going to be another impactful interaction with you when I participate in that. How do other people go ahead and participate in this if they're as excited as I am? Because well, I've got to tell you, <laughs> if you're just thinking about doing this, the- Shannon really does know her stuff and she knows yeah. how to put you in a position where you can identify very, very clearly what your next moves need to be and where you're going to end up being taken because of those actions that you're taking. And yeah. it's enormously powerful. Like and like people like me, people like me, I don't know, I don't know who people like me are, but I, I hate being told what to do. And I don't know if it's a leverage off that, but when people give me useful advice, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll get it. I've got my own way. I've got I, I am big enough and capable enough of figuring it out for myself. Thanks so much. But I don't so I don't know if it's just me or other people as well. Don't but, know what you're talking about, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> but 
when you buy into something like this, it is your idea to buy into it. And so I think that's part of the reason why I just embrace the whole thing because then I I say, well, I want to make sure I get a return on my investment of my time and my money and my energy. And so you pick up on all the lessons moving through, but then you take that with you. New information, fresh information, or being reminded about things that you may have come across yourself in the past, and you move boldly forward for the coming year and you get results. Hmm. Well, that's the thing. I think the feeling that I've already evoked, and I haven't written this down yet, so this is, I'm, I'm very comfortable to say I'm still digesting through, but already there's a change in my identity of who I want to be. So when I'm, I'm still reading the book on learned optimism, but I see the benefits of this change in thinking. And it's a fantastic book, by the way. I really, I, I highly recommend it to, to any, to anyone, but in particular, those who might have a more pessimistic lens to look through. The book's written in such a way that it, it doesn't actually spark the defense mechanism of going, I'm right. I love it. Um, <laughs> I love coming it. from someone who is, uh, as it turns out, um, pessimistic. Um, so anyway, so that's, that's that, um, my eulogy i did it oh how can people find out about it it will be in our show notes you can go on to also i don't have it on my website at the moment but it is on eventbrite or you can just get in touch with me and i will happily send you the links for both the online and the offline version you only need to attend one so love it i love it i love it i can't wait for it i cannot wait for it because I have spent the last number of weeks going through different workshops on self, on business, on marketing, on what have you, and I conducted my own workshop that I had to do every twice a year actually, every at the end of every financial year and at the end of every calendar year for dental team members as well and dental practice owners that concentrate on both personal and workplace goals. And you can't do enough of it. Like it all gets you right in that juicy spot where 2023, you know, you've done so much planning and you've done so much envisaging. Sorry, you've done so much visioning. <laughs> and right. so much like these are the actions I'm going to take now that it's going to be a bonzer year. There's no question about it. As long as you remain committed every morning, that you wake up every morning and you say, what are the important things I need to get done today? to build on my success rather than what, what are my default patterns, you're going to get it done. So any number of the kind of workshops that you're talking about are invaluable because, as you say, we're going to get to a point where we need a eulogy. Where we end up with at that point of eulogy, who knows? You have control over it, so take control over it. Absolutely. And that's why I do love this because what the framework actually gives you is – a series of things to do each morning to build the routine and one of them is to reread your eulogy so it's not a very long arduous you know 10 page dossier about your life and all the you know children that you've had or anything like that it's a much more high level about the basic sort of pro principles that you lived by and how you created a community and people and um business and how you were like how you lived your your being which then reminds you every day okay well I don't feel so great but actually according to my eulogy 
I lived with passion and enthusiasm and I was working towards this goal every day. So, yeah. So um, outside of being more enthusiastic and optimistic, do you want me to finish my goals and habits for the new year? Yes, please. I'll keep it short. Um, because of my investment in Business Made Simple, did I mention that I've become a certified Business Made what, Simple What, you're certified coach? now? Get out of town. You must be fantastic um, at this. It's crazy. Uh, if you don't have a Business Made Simple book or a subscription, get on it. It's fantastic. That's why, to be fair, I got involved because I, when I first read the book, I thought, oh, my God, this content is amazing. So, you know, anyway, uh, so I am going to have a, a 10 times investment on this and that combined with previous year's revenue means that I will have a, um, it'll be my biggest year by three in 2022. And I'm actually, uh, for the first time ever, I think because, okay, no, this is made simple. But because I've got really great marketing messages, I've invested in a number of strategies that I'm really bought into. I think that I've matured in the marketplace. I'm much more conscious of how I'm spending my time and energy. And I've got new product offerings that will allow my market to be able to take advantage of me in different ways. Uh, I'm really confident that I can achieve that goal. So I think for the first time ever, I think in the past, I'm like, it'll work out. The universe will get me started. It's fun. It dries <laughs> off real quick. <laughs> that never works. Just the hope, hoping, cross fingers, doesn't tend to work. As it turns out, it doesn't. <laughs> That's that pessimistic. It doesn't. Um, but uh, what does work is actually having a strategy and a plan in place, and that's what I have. So uh, I'm next year is going to be a really big year for me. I have never done, as you know, Julie, because you did my group coaching stuff. That's right. Uh, I, did. I loved it. Oh, thank you. I, uh, I wanted to go forward with group coaching, but the content I felt was going to, the marketing for that content was going to be moving away from marketing towards a different demographic when we're talking about niching. And so I kind of dropped it because I thought if there's only so many messages to put out there, how do I not confuse my audience? Whereas, um, did I mention this? <laughs> it's called Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. Aren't you certified in that? As it turns out, yes, I am. <laughs> so the frameworks that I'm using, there's there's things that can be scaled up for larger businesses, larger small businesses, and there's also amazing content for solopreneurs. So the difference in what I can do now is I've got two products and one of them is going to be group masterminds that start in February of 2023. Love a mastermind. I love a mastermind. And I'm going to, I'd love if people are listening, I'd love feedback because I'm thinking of trialing face-to-face -face once a month. Great. As well as a Zoom, which would be fortnightly. Oh, man, I love it. Fortnightly so, Zooms, once a month face-to-face? -face. Well, no, as separate product offerings. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Intersectional so, versus in the same locale. Yeah, yeah. I love, so it. I yeah, love so, that I live close to you. 
Well, it won't be done in my house. We've, we'll, we'll do it in a, a location that serves brunch, which, again, you know, I don't serve brunch. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so that'll Bring be in February. Own. Bring your own host. <laughs> exactly. So that'll be in February. So that's a really exciting. Um, I'm really excited about that. So it's a big goal of mine to get those masterminds off the ground, to do a three times um, pre- uh, any previous best year will be part of my enormous growth. yeah enormous Love it. um what else is on my life goals I haven't worked that out just be more optimistic get over some stuff keep going to the gym uh drink less really oh okay so Julie mm. would you like to share with us your jewels my jewels. All goals. My jewels. <laughs> All goals. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, we know one of the things that we've learned in terms of reflection is that we will only do drunken podcasts. <laughs> um, because we're two and a half hours into the recording. <laughs> That's right. Well, my goals are simple. My goals are simple. So from a personal perspective, I want to read far more than uh, than I'm doing right now. I'm kind of hinging on audio books, but I want to get back to that experience of reading an actual book. I'm not absorbing or engaging in the content as well as when I'm listening to it, as when I'm actually reading it, underlying key elements, all the rest of it. So my goal is to be putting aside a period of time every single day, whether it be half an hour plus to read every day. Could be by the time I get to bed, I'm reading a bit. But anyway, I'm reading a, a, a book every day. I'm also, um, from the work perspective, I want to have the program that I do with Amina. I want to have a rolling enrolment of 50 active students at any one time. Mm-hmm. With my club membership, I've got a fresh goal of 250 members. I've got someone, because of the last book that I'm reading, thanks to her business, Susie Daphnis, thanks for your workshop, who, mm-hmm. not how, I've employed a who because <laughs> I don't know how to do it yet because I've been trying to do the how for the past couple of years. And so it's about identifying who's going to help you get to your goals and employing their services. So I've done that with the beautiful, magnificent Nicholas. And so we've got a three-hour session coming up, which is going to be very exciting. And one of the other personal slash business goals is to get on the phone more often. I'm so inclined to text and email because everyone is far more receptive to that, I feel like, because in the past when I was calling people, it was always leave a message, leave a message, leave a message. But the people, and I've only got a couple of them in my professional world that call rather than text or email, so you get so much conversation happening, so much progress happening, so much clarity. It's ridiculous. The one drawback is that I can't reflect back on it if I've forgotten the conversation. I go, you know, with emails, you can go back and go, what were we saying, talking about again? But I think the the connection, the human connection is too important. And I hear Charles on the phone all the time. And so one of my goals for the coming year is to have my default place to go to the phone call. If I have to leave a message, then I'll defer to an SMS or an email. But I think the phone call is uh, more important that we possibly perceive. Mm, that's so important. I think like we are losing more of the human connection. I think if if we can, I think there's a the balance, isn't it? Because sometimes I'll look at my phone. I'm like, Ugh. 
But actually, to be for to be before, to be fair, before our podcast, I had two of my handful of five friends, besties, contact me, and I was like, "I'm supposed to do heaps of work. I'm going to answer that call. It was so nice, and it was so much more well received than just a text message." So I think that if we value the connection with the person, we'll answer the phone. Yeah, yeah. And I had one of my. Um, one of the people that one of my supporters so they he has a dental magazine he's based up in sydney and every year he rings to say thanks for your articles through the year and merry christmas and what are your plans for the coming year and i'm like why don't i do that why is that not in my diary to do to connect with people who are relevant in my area to ring them and say thanks for your support through the year what's happening for you next year how can i help out like it's a great telephone call to make and so um, I, I, I will make sure because it's only the 20th of December tomorrow. I'm making sure I'm going to make three phone calls tomorrow to people oh. and ask and say, thank you for there. your support for the past year. I won't be emailing them. I'll be calling them. Thank you for your support for the past year. And how can I help you in the coming year? Do you want me to text you tomorrow? And if, give you, if you like could, a, because I'm drunk and I can't remember what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> As well, it might take like half an hour. Twenty first of the twelfth, twenty two. So I'm. I've written Julie three calls. Twenty first, twelfth, twenty two. I'm going to hope that future Shannon understands past Shannon's <laughs> notes. Future Shannon normally thinks that past Shannon was an idiot. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and also, I'm going to be re-recording all of my. My 17 online courses that I've done um, in the first few months of next year because they haven't been redone for a long time and we learn and grow as we go through life and so there's obviously a better version of them all within my brain that's not in the online course. I'll be doing that for the first couple of months, a few months in the new year too. And, of course, there's going to be another certain number of episodes of practicing the art of small business i wouldn't want to stop doing this man this is one of the highlights of my week oh and mine as well i think i definitely value this podcast and i have been listening back to our podcast more and more and my best friend actually listens to our podcast and she sends me text messages and she says you and julie your laughs your laughter and laughing laughter Mm. The thing, the thing that you do when you laugh is so come out of your mouth. <laughs> it's so good, and and so I think maybe we, I don't know, do, can we try and be a little bit more fun next year? Oh, for sure. We just got to bring the alcohol in, but it makes for a very long episode. How long are we going on for now? <laughs> two, and a half, two and a half. Two and a half hours. Cheers. We, we did have a bit of a technical breakdown halfway through, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, and you and I have been online for two and a half hours. We haven't been recording for two and a half hours. Thank God for the listeners. Oh, poor things. Well, Julie, do we need to do anything else to wrap up? I think, to be fair, your goals sound amazing. Mm. But I think that you'll get even more value if you think about writing a eulogy yeah. and even some other goals. So um, did I mention this? No. <laughs> what is it? Just for that. That looks interesting. But one of the other formats or frameworks is a business on a mission. Mm. And actually defining what your business goals are is so important. And I was doing it for a client today and then 
developing that into what are our strategic priorities and then how do we track that and what do we do, it can really, really help on the day-to-day make sure that we're heading in the right direction. I've got to tell you, there's nothing like getting together with a group of people with this thought process of setting goals for the coming year and stretching ourselves and being each other's cheerleaders and being guided by a guru, like it's just such a glorious, <laughs> glorious thing. So I am so excited about it and I would so love, I'm looking forward to meeting the other people within the group because I've done that group dynamic with you before and I have loved those connections that i made. And to be honest, for the most part, a lot of my clients and past clients and my valued connections have been invited to attend and if the if if the value that I see in them is what makes the group valuable then let me assure you that this workshop will be incredible even without any content because I do have amazing people in my in my circle that I'm so honored to have and that's such a it's such an awesome thing to be able to say that there are people in my circle who are just just effing legends. Effing legends. We've got to say effing more often. Effing. It really brings it home. <laughs> <laughs> I hang out with effing legends. Well done. Well done to you. I do a podcast with an effing legend. So thank you for 2022. Looking forward to 2023 with you. That's no. There's no question about that. Me too. And we're going to do, for those who have stayed with us for the whole time, um, you're, we're going to catch up for a wine or a coffee because you're going to give me your awesome diary. Where do I get that awesome diary from again? Planner, baby, the planner. My awesome planner. Right here, wrapped in plastic. Do you know what I, I talk about? When I say wrapped in plastic, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. You don't. People in my era will understand wrapped in plastic and that's all I'm going to leave it with, you know. Just look up. What's it, what it called? I can't remember the name of it now. Twin Peaks. Just look up Twin Peaks. Oh, I'm thinking a whole different line of wrapped in plastic. wrapped in plastic. Yeah. <laughs> my awesome planner, baby. Oh, yeah. And my um, wrapped in plastic is not appropriate for the podcast. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Julie, it is it. such an awesome, awesome privilege to work with you. Thank you so very much. I don't even know. Are we going to record before the end of the year? I don't know. It doesn't matter. People no, don't. We've got it in the diary. Well, as what we normally do, we'll come to the day and see if we, you know if that's going to be an appointment time that we keep or not. See where the mood takes us. Well, Julie, it's been awesome. Thank you for sharing your wins and your goals for twenty twenty. To you too. Thank you for sharing everything that you've shared over the year as well. It's been <laughs> enormously impactful. So thank you. Sh- shared or overshared? <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> okay, after the fall. <laughs> you have a beautiful if we don't speak beforehand to you and everyone who cares to listen and watch thank you for listening and watching for a start give us those five star reviews we haven't we haven't been talking about that give us five stars and give us a great <laughs> review and all the rest of it because apparently that's important but um thank you for everything and i look forward to speaking about a more array of interesting <laughs> things in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> See, the wine glass is completely empty. It was a big wine glass, you know. And if you aren't on the YouTubes now, is the perfect time to get involved. <laughs> See what my hat is doing. Oh, um, she's quite erect, I have to say. Santa <laughs> is erect. <laughs> yeah. 
so anyway yes thank you so much everyone and thank you julie and here's to an amazing 2023 Get in, Get in, Ciao, everyone. See you later.